0: Hello everybody, Cal Banyan here on calbanyan.com And I'm really excited today because I've got an actual, honest to goodness, successful hypnotist for you to hear about her journey, what she does, where she's at, and you know, kind of give you the inside scoop on all that stuff. So keep going. And she's got a handout she's gonna make me give to you. And it's gonna be like a little PDF link that you can download. It'll be down there underneath. I'm probably stealing her thunder. Anyway, let me tell you about her. I'm brought to you one of the great assets of the five-path hypnosis community. And her name is Donna Bloom. She is an MGH board-certified hypnotist and five-path practitioner since 2013. She is way full-time. If she was any more full-time, her family would revolt they probably have uh, her unique approach to five path hypnosis helps her clients experience a profound sense of trust and inner calm and success she has a five, she is a five path certified professional who creatively guides her clients to follow their own inner guidance goals and dreams so what i like about this is You know, to do five Path, you don't have to be a a carbon copy of Cal Banyan. She brings her own personality, her own experience, her own blend to the five-path hypnosis system. She loves working with teens as well as adult clients. She lives in Long Island with her husband and two beautiful children. She's a contributing writer for Five Path International Association Hypnosis Professionals Journal. I think she's written for the National Guild of Hypnotists also. She's certainly spoken for the National, uh, the National Guild of Hypnotists Convention as well as the Five Path Symposium. And Don is a great example, as I said, of a successful professional hypnosis hypnotist, professional, working person, and I bring to you Donna Bloom.
1: Thank you, Cal, for that beautiful introduction. I really appreciate that. So let me tell you all about Cal Banyan. Cal is the living authority on hypnosis that works. He is a teacher of some of the most successful hypnotists and hypnotherapists in our profession, and I'm proud to say that I am one of them. Cal has been my mentor, my teacher, and he's helped me to have a thriving hypnosis practice. Cal is a thought leader. He is the developer of Five Path and Seven Path Self-Hypnosis, and he is the author of The Secret Language of Feelings. This book has been transformational. It's helped my clients and myself really understand and embrace that all feelings are good in proper perspective. I can't say enough about this amazing book. Cal has also received nearly every award and recognition from the National Guild of Hypnotists. He's an author, trainer, speaker, symposium producer, and podcaster with well over 500 podcasts and online videos that you can find right here at www.calbanyan.com.
0: Oh, I'm blushing. I'm blushing. I'm so <laughs> glad I had you on so you could say such nice things. <laughs> How true. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. With no further ado, with gratitude, we move forward. And I'm going to let you guys, let her do most of the talking here as we go through my checklist, because you know I'm a checklist guy. Let's find out the inner scoop, let's find out the story. Tell us about just who you are as a hypnotist, and then, oh, wait a minute, I'm skipping one. No, that's, what got you interested in this stuff in the first place?
1: Oh, wow, I have such a journey. When my daughter was about 12 years old, I joined a gym just to slim down so I could just feel better about myself. And I joined a mom and pop kind of gym, and it was very holistic. They offered meditation and hypnosis. And just part of my own inner healing journey, I participated in some of those classes. I did some private sessions with both of them. And they, in a way, made me do a lot of inner child work that I did kicking and screaming. And I also, it changed my life just really going down deep. It was a miraculous change in my life. And I knew the spark was lit and I wanted to do this for myself full time. So that's really how it all began at a gym where I just wanted to get in shape. Then what happened? Then what happened? Well, I was working in sales and marketing for many, many years, but I knew there was something more. And I was actually looking to become a meditation instructor And you just, you know, I found that I couldn't make a living doing meditation classes. So I was Googling and doing some searches and I found hypnosis and I found the NGH and Carol Dedeker and I found a school and I got trained in my basic NGH certification.
0: Carol is such a nice person and she's just I love Carol. She's awesome. Carol
1: was Carol was the best. She had a be- has a beautiful school. She was warm and welcoming, and it was just the right environment that I needed to get started.
0: So, so it was kind of a, a decision of, well, I can't be a meditation instructor, so Plan B, maybe I'll be a hypnotist.
1: Yes, because it was it was similar and it was close and there was some calling to it, Mm -hmm. and I kept looking at her information over I don't know six seven months, and then the time was right for me to do
0: this. So then, then what happened? How did you get your? You became a five path or something.
1: Well, here's the story. So during during the basic training with Carol, she kept mentioning the NGH convention, and during the convention, I'm like, I'm not going to the convention. No, 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 no one in the class wanted to go. So it came. So a, I was a, a new hypnotist. I was a little lost in how to prepare for sessions, and something inside of me said, uh, "You're going to convention." And the next thing I knew, I got my ticket. I got my hotel room. And I did the drive by myself up to NGH.
0: Everything just kind of fell into place like it was a calling.
1: You're not kidding, Cal. It was a a calling. So I'm checking in at the hotel and I'm behind someone with this funny yellow pin. It said five path. I don't know what five path was, but she was very nice. She was very kind and was welcoming. She's like, welcome. If you have any questions, she couldn't have made me feel any better about my decision had some great conversations, went to some classes, more conversations, more yellow pins. Cal, do you know what yellow pins I'm talking about?
0: Oh yeah. It says I'm a five pather, right? And it has the one percenter. Yes. On yep. Yep. Exactly. What a marvelous marketing idea. It,
1: it, it just, it, I just, it caught my eye. I didn't know really what it was then or uh, in the, um, the, the book the room where you can buy all the stuff exhibitors hall. And I met you and Maureen and you sold me some music. Very, both of you, very kind to me, went back to my room, listened to it and I purchased it. And then I came home for convention and my takeaway was what was five path and whether the issue that I was having is that I couldn't, I didn't know how to prepare for sessions and I was very scattered. And I looked at five path and it said it was a systematic approach to doing hypnosis I'm a math person. I love numbers. So I'm like, this is the next training. And it was a calling deep with inside of me. Mm-hmm. And by Thanksgiving, so it was, I think I got certified today. date. Maureen called me that I passed my exam. I became a five pather.
0: Now, one of the things is those pins wouldn't have worked, right? If it wasn't for the genuine caring nature of the five path community, right?
1: That was it. It just, they, they were just so nice to me. Everyone was just so kind and welcoming and made me feel if I had questions call. And I think they, they meant it. And I did, I took some of them up on it.
0: Do you think that the community is a really important part of, of becoming a confident and competent hypnotist?
1: 100%. The community is everything. Some of my best and closest friends are five pathers. It's, it's for me, it's family. So I know even though I have a, pr- a practice here on Long Island and I work by myself, I'm not always really by myself. If there's ever an issue, I can reach out you, Maureen, um, Brenda, Erica, Celeste, anyone, I could call them and they will help me.
0: And you would do the same for anyone else,
1: right? Yes, definitely.
0: You know, when I started out, my dream was to not be the lone hypnotist and everybody was like the lone hypnotist. I, when I started our first office, it had three offices in it because I was going to not be the lone hypnotist. But then that, you know, was interesting as I developed five path and which was meant to be a systematic approach to doing hypnosis. Right. But it turned out to be a community. Yes. Yes. And
1: that's, that's what I love about it.
0: So tell me about the nature of your practice where it's at and, what kind of clients you see and stuff like
1: that? Okay. So I have, I would say I have a thriving hypnosis practice, um, on long Island, right in the middle. I have a beautiful office. I'm in a medical, I'm in a medical building. Um, parking is abundant and it's right off the parkway and I'm full-time. I see anywhere from about 18 clients per week. I seem to have a big draw with clients with worry, anxiety, unwanted habits, and that in that nature of business. That seems to it, what's drawn to me the most. And that's what I like working with, you know, helping people segue from worry to quote unquote, use their wise mind. And that's the name of my practice, wise mind
0: hypnosis. Now you also, like, I know that, like I have such confidence, everybody and Donna, that if I have someone calls in there, in her area, they will just, I'll, Go see her, especially if it's a, a teenager or something like that. So you tell me a little bit about that because you're just really good with those teenagers, especially young women.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, I love, I, for some reason, I love working with the teenagers. I think because I resonate with them because I struggled when I was a teen with um, body image, um, not feeling good enough about myself, struggling to learn. It was difficult for me. So I feel that I'm doing for them and holding a space for these teens, the way I wished someone could have done for myself. And to watch them flourish and grow and use their wise mind and use mindfulness and use hypnosis—it's life-changing and it just brings me joy and pleasure.
0: Beautiful, and I like that—that that wise mind because one of the things, you know, we don't have the answers. The clients have the answers, right? So when we're doing informed child work or things like that, we—that's one of the big differences between us. And a counselor, or a psychologist, or a psychiatrist psychiatrist has to, or the counselor, or whatever has to have all the answers. But we understand that if we take them through a process, that they can use the, their wisdom and have insight, and that creates permanent change. Can you say a little something about that?
1: Yes. It's so important that once we go inside and quiet the conscious mind, the thinking mind, and allow natural wisdom to come through, we can use that to to help the, the younger parts of ourselves that maybe had misperceptions or was hurt and wounded to know you get through it, you overcome it, you have everything you need inside of you to be your best.
0: Awesome. Let me see what's next on my list. Oh, so are you saying that you are a specialist or a generalist?
1: Um, The answer is yes to both. (laughs) I, I mean, I see all kinds of things. I see nail biting, hair pulling, weight loss, um, sometimes smoking, marijuana, vaping. I see, I see the range of it, but in the nutshell, and I think I've learned this from you, it's, it's distractor behaviors because we go away from pain and towards pleasure.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: right. So That's right. I segue both, but I really like working with people that are ex- experiencing anxiety-related issues.
0: Okay. Speaking of anxiety-related issues, so we're still in this this COVID-19 thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that brought up a lot of anxiety, and, and it also caused people to like have trouble getting out of their house. Have you seen clients like, Online or just on, face-to-face or how did you manage that? So
1: the, the answer is yes and, and yes. I, I see clients online, but I've learned my preference is to have people come into my office. Mm-hmm. I have a suite. So what I did was I moved the furniture around to uh, to accommodate you know seven feet between me and the clients. I have air purifiers, so it works out nicely that um, that they can come in my office. That's just the way I learn to work. However, you were giving um, a certification class on, on having us learn online. And I think that my insight, my intuition prompted me in January 2020 to get your class. I think I was
0: talking like to you, like you about it. Were you like the first or second class or did you get the, the video version?
1: I th- no, I think I was the second class, but I knew that it was so important the way the world is going that I wanted to be confident that when I do work online, and I do, that I had all the uh, the nuances down. You know, whether it's the induction or things to to be aware of, like having a phone number just in case there's a problem for you, like an emergency contact. Right. I wouldn't have thought of those things.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know how, when I put that program together, it was a real interesting at uh, 10 seconds is that there was a lot of resistance to it in, in the professional community. And I says, well, that's too bad because it's happening. Let's put together the best program we can. And they said, okay, Cal, you do it, right? It- and then I went to the Five Pather community and said, what are your concerns, right? And so mm-hmm. that's that's where all these ideas came from. And then I just you know, some people say, Cal, you're so innovative, but innovation is really problem solving, right? Just figure out how to uh, how to manage each one of the possibilities yes. and so that we can move forward in a confident and competent way. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Good. Let's see what else can surprise you with here.
1: So what, one last thing about doing online sessions is that it's sometimes great for the client to make the change in their own home. And then when they're done with a session hit the click button and they can relax and that they don't have to drive anywhere. So that's definitely a big plus about online sessions.
0: Absolutely. And some, you know, that's a whole, a whole video we could do on In fact. I've probably done three here on on Calbank.com and on YouTube, but absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Now, speaking of video, you, you, you've got, you do a lot of video stuff and put it online, like Facebook and things like that. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yes. um, Videos. I learned through the pandemic, there was no choice. We had to make videos. And I have found that videos, especially when you, you know, do one topic, keep it to two, three minutes tops can save the hypnotist a lot of time and information because it's all online and it answers questions that clients may or may not have. It preps them. And it's also spider food. <laughs> awesome.
0: Now you gotta say what you gotta tell everybody what we mean by that.
1: Okay, so online, we really when we're doing marketing or any kind of efforts, we there's two sets of eyeballs looking at us. Perspective clients, our colleagues, human eyes, as well as the bots and the spiders, the search engines, the Googles. And they like video. It puts you, especially if it's hosted on a, say, a a YouTube or a Vimeo, and then you have a link so it displays on your website, it brings you higher up in the ranks and it gives you more credibility.
0: Do you have a YouTube channel? I do. Good. Can you you tell us what it is? And then I'll also put a link on this. I
1: I should be prepared for that one. I'm sure it's YouTube.com slash Wise Mind Hypnosis.
0: Okay. Well, just to be sure you can send that to me and then we'll put the link on below yes. this. Thank you. And, um, and your, your website is wise Yes. Awesome. Cool. Um, so when you first started, you started, you know, everybody has challenges, what kind of challenges like, oh, oh, and then how did you overcome them?
1: Um, first of all, I guess the first challenge was getting out of my own way. I had a passion for this work. I wanted to be able to do that. So it was the confidence building in myself. So that required more continuing education. And that's where five path entered for me in a profound way. So it was the learning. So when I was doing my full-time job, whether it was rereading the secret language of feelings, the NGH manuals, your manuals, it definitely helped to boost my confidence. There was that aspect of it. And then getting my website built. And so how did um, you
0: manage to get that done? Did you become a web developer? Or what?
1: Well, I had, I was in sales and marketing prior to becoming a hypnotist. So I definitely had an edge. I understood what search engine optimization was. I understood components of a good website. So the first thing was getting the name registered with a, with a registrar and then identifying the pages that I wanted to have. So I'm getting that really online.
0: Ah, so you kind of had a head start, huh?
1: I did because I I happen to love marketing. And when we're doing it for ourselves, it was it was a passion, it was fun.
0: Awesome. Now here's another one. What do you wish people understood about hypnosis? Oh, that hmm. maybe like it's keeping them from doing it or they come and, and they, they have a block. What, what do you think is like one or two really things you wish people knew about it?
1: I, I kind of think that maybe one of the misperceptions that people have about hypnosis is that it's mind control, that if they get hypnotized to say, lose weight or stop smoking, that because they got hypnotized, the change will automatically be done where the hypno- hypnosis is about getting insight into the behaviors that are driving the unwanted behavior and once we can neutralize that and use hypnosis as a resource state the goal the change becomes normal natural and easier it is not mind control but we give the clients the control that they always wanted
0: awesome you know and it, and actually in hypno, hypnosis in and of itself is just a state of suggestibility but it enables us to do techniques and processes that can bring about that kind of change, right? Yes,
1: awesome. yes.
0: All right, here we get, we're in the, we're, we're in the final stretch here. Just a couple okay. more things. Can you tell me a client story? Tell me a success story.
1: Oh, okay, I'm allowed to use her for her. We're just gonna use her first name. Her name was Angelica, definitely an angel. Her father calls me on the phone. Almost desperate that she's not getting out of bed. She's complete, completely depressed and she has anxiety and she's not functioning. So, the way the father was explaining his child, I assumed she was a teenager. And he said, Well, how old is she? 33. And I was like, Oh, she needs to get on the phone with me. I'm like, I'm <laughs> you, thank you for taking this call, but she needs to get on the phone with me. And he said, right. She won't. She's very depressed. She just wants the appointments. It was I, I gave the appointments because I had room in my schedule. I let her come in. I think the next day. She so she
0: came in physically into your office. She
1: did. Yeah. She came in physically in my office. They just rolled
0: um, her bed right into your office.
1: Bas- basically she basically. Did. married. She was in sweats and she looked awful. We did, we, you know, I did the pre-talk with her. We um, identified her goals and how she wanted to feel. And the, so she c- came in the second session. I didn't think it was the same client. <laughs> I, I, I mean, we did one session, you know, and I did the, I did some confidence building with her, your, your, your protocol. She came in like a completely and utterly different person. She comes in for the second session. We do, you know, a little bit more five path work with her that I did some coaching on the side and we set up, she really had her goals identified mm-hmm. what she wanted and how she was going to be when she was feeling less depressed. She did the work. This client, she read the secret language of feelings. She was doing some self-hypnosis. And she also set a routine for herself where she was going to get up in the morning, do some meditation, do five minutes of exercise, and then she was going to go to work. And then she also set boundaries at at her office. She's in the medical community. So she comes in for her third session. She walks in. Again, I barely can recognize her. She got a huge raise because she basically set boundaries and she goes, no, I only work these hours. This is what you need me to do. And they realized that she was so upset and she could not believe the raise she got. She was like a new person.
0: You know, one of the things, what's going on is, you know, depression, and it doesn't have to be clinical depression. It could be just the normal human depression. They don't know how to get out of it. Right. And it's a state of hopelessness. And then you gave her hope and that put her in motion. And then you gave her the stuff she needed to do to remain in motion in a hopeful way.
1: Yes. And it was also her work that she did. She did her homework and she, she knew that she felt better when she was moving her body and when she was doing self-hypnosis and some meditation and, she, and, and also setting boundaries at work. And that made all the difference for her. And she, it, tremendous growth and results. And she feels much better about herself.
0: You know that's really the the real the, the, the big big payoff and reward in this calling, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it it is, it really is.
0: All right, so now we're going to look into the future. What do you would like to see in the future in this profession?
1: Well, I think the where I think we're growing by leaps and by bounds. That um, that we need more hypnotists to be doing this work, who love doing this work, helping people. You know, my, again, my practice is a wise mind because it's about our wise minds, our inner mind, what intuition, gut, whatever the person wants to call it. And when we can hold a space for our clients, I think that more and more people are going to realize how valuable and how wonderful hypnosis can be. So, you know, get ready hypnotists, because we're going to help a lot of people,
0: you know, and. I like to think that five pathers are having a lot to do with that because we're really doing a consistently good job of helping people. Cause yeah, there's, there's a lot of hypnotists out there just winging it. Right. And now you have a plan. Good. All right. So kind of wrapping it up now, what would, what, what, what haven't I asked that you wish I would have asked or you want to say to kind of wrap this up?
1: Hmm. Well, I think there's a lot of good reasons for becoming a five pather and learning that. And as you stressed, is it's about community. That we're not just a lone hypnotist working here. We you have the the all the the videos that you have on calbanyan.com. Brave hearts. That's another thing. Years ago to get to really catapult my business. I ran the Braveheart group for about two years, and that also beefed up my learning. And that was just a way for hypnotists, new, the newer hypnotists, to get together on a regular um, basis. Maybe it's you know biweekly to learn, to share, to grow. And I don't think anyone else has that, where we're coaching each other and answering questions, and then we could always call someone who's a little bit more senior. And that's something else that um, I didn't even know that the Five Path community had until after I. Grew graduated and it's, it was an intangible benefit attending as well as teaching and stepping up and to a right. leader.
0: You know, just being able to talk about it is so important. You know, one of my great frustrations I had as an instructor was there's no way I can give everybody what I want to give them in like seven to 10 days and it was just frustrating for me and like nobody could like come and be in class for a month solid or 6 weeks solid so one day i decided what i'm going to do is i'm going to meet with graduates every week and i did it for 40 weeks right and i recorded those and, and balsam cds stand uh, audios now there's audios or cds anyway you want to get them but what they are is the banyan online supervision meetings and so i was able to finally kind of get off my chest these different topics at the depth I wanted to do. And so Celeste, she wanted to go through those, but she knows she'd do it better. She could talk about it and stuff. And so she created Celeste Hackett. She's one of the, for you guys that might not know, she's the very first co-host I ever had. Put the group together, named it uh, The Brave Hearts, and it's been going for years Mm -hmm. and producing wonderful, great hypnotists like Donna. Donna, thank you so much. We can.
1: T- what, kind of one more thing I have to say. Yeah, yeah. As a new hypnotist, one thing that I would have known is that your clients are going to be your teachers, and the system is fluid. And you, you, you can move things around with, with the system. You can always do informed child at any point during the course of a session to give insight. Make it fluid, make it your own. And your clients will be your biggest teacher and trust yourself. So that's what I wanted to say to the new hypnotist
0: as well. Awesome. Give them your website and how they can contact you.
1: Yes. Uh, The best place to reach me is on my website, which is wisemindhypnosis.com.
0: Awesome. And I want to tell everybody that as you can see, Donna is a huge asset to the five path community and, and the hypnosis profession at large. And so I pulled some leverage with her and she agreed to do some more topics with me. So we as as went done recording this, we're gonna do three more if she can stand it, okay? And they're going to be on the seven essential steps for starting a successful hypnosis practice and then professional marketing tips to attract new clients. Remember, she's the one seeing 18 clients a week, okay? And then we're gonna do how to structure the hypnosis business to avoid practitioner burnout. <laughs> because that's what she needed personally, because it, with success comes having to manage that, that. All right, thank you very much. This is Calbanian. Please uh, go to Calbanian.com, where I have all my videos. If you're watching this anywhere except Calbanian.com, you only have access to a few of them. All of my videos, free videos are in Calbanian.com. Go there, membership is free, just log in. And then in addition to getting access to all the videos on every topic in the world of hypnosis, from business building to inductions. What you're going to do is you'll also have access to my training schedule. It's always up to date. And so maybe I can see you in class and I have a secret desire. For donna i want her to be a trainer one day i want her to be an instructor but she's so busy it's like she could never take like seven days off from her practice to actually run a class all right but we can hope we can hope she knows i want that all right cal banyan signing off